We need to stop the violence and stop all of the bad things happening, people dying. People my age is out here killing, just killing just for fun over a pair of shoes. When police got on scene, they found a man dead with a gunshot wound. Memphis police say that domestic violence led to one man being murdered and another man being charged with a crime. Still a lot of unanswered questions about what led to the death of a man at this apartment complex. It was really chaotic. A lot of police. I've never seen that many police. That's like, it can happen here, it can happen over there, it just can happen anywhere. Nobody's safe. Just being in a position that we understand the circumstances that, that they come from, because we Absolutely. grew up in Fraser yeah. also. Yeah. Um, so we know the backgrounds that they come from, the parent, the single parent households that they come from, just the challenges as a you know a youth in Fraser. We understand that, so we're able to identify and address those issues yeah. and help them through those things. We are firm believers that if we are able to show them something different, then they're willing to be something different. I think a lot of times coming from our community and our neighborhood, we only see what's in the neighborhood. But exposing them to things outside of the neighborhood and showing them that you don't have to uh, be a product of those things uh, and just stay in those things, you can make a difference. It makes all, all the difference in the world. Welcome to this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Hi, I'm Byron Tyler. Recently, we had Pastor Myron Thomas of the Innovation Church here on the program, and we talked about something that has been a an idea and a dream of both of ours over the past couple of years. We just haven't done it until today <laughs> to bring some students part of this incredible work called the Leadership Empowerment Center. So often our youth get a bad rap. You know, they say, why aren't the youth doing better? Why are they always in trouble? Why are they doing drugs? Why are they in gangs? Why are they getting pregnant? In a lot of cases, what are we doing as a community to help make the lives of our youth better? What are we doing to invest in our future leaders? Because they are exactly that, our, our future leaders. Absolutely. So Myron Thomas, and I know he has a support team that has come around him to create the Leadership Empowerment Center, and it is doing something. It is working in the trenches daily to yes. impact the lives of students. I'm so excited that we can do that today. Marquio is with us with Chastity from the Empowerment Center. And you guys have the awesome responsibility today to bring 12 of your youth yes. into the yes. station. Yes, sir. Tell me, Chastity, how long have you been with the Empowerment Center? So I started when it was Youth Visions in the eighth grade. Um, I started coming when it was Outreach Club on Tuesdays. Um, and I remember vividly my mom would let me come. Um, she said, oh, the game bangers and stuff are going to be up there. You're not going. Um, and one of the <laughs> leaders from Youth Visions at the time, which is now LEC, came to my house and spoke with my mom, and I've been a part ever since. Um, I started on the leadership team. Um, I was in the eighth grade, and ever since, I went graduated from high school, went off to college at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville, um, came back, started working at the middle school tutoring program, and then... Um, I went on from there. I got hired on as a full-time staff, and now I just love what I do. I get to give back what was given to me with the leadership team now. So. A living, breathing Absolutely. example, yes. Marquio, of what we're talking about today. Yes. She mentioned this program at the middle school, and there are multiple facets of the Empowerment Center yes. we want to talk about briefly. We don't want to spend too much time without taking time to talk about the youth mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. are with us. First of all, you're currently serving youth in North Memphis, Frazier Community. That's right. 38127. Yes. Uh -huh. Georgian Hills Middle School, uh -huh. Martin Luther King College Preparatory uh -huh. High School, yes. Tresman High School. Yes. 
I like what you say about leadership. When you invest in a follower, you, you add. add. Yes, yes, sir. When you invest in a leader, you multiply. You yes. multiply yes. when you invest in a leader, and that's what we are excited to talk about today. Some of the programs that you offer are through sports, the leadership program, the middle school learning center. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's so much here. Yes. I mean, probably have to take several programs to, <laughs> to, to talk about it. <laughs> but, Marquia, why don't we have an opportunity to talk to the students? That's why we really came today. Yes. Absolutely. And, Chastity, yes. you hang by. Help me get these students in and out. And yes. if we have any time left over, we'll bring you back in okay. and wrap up the show. But let's go ahead and get our first student okay. here with us. Marquio, how long have you been with the Empowerment Center? Uh, so me and Chastity's story is pretty similar. Uh, we actually uh, went to the same middle school, Georgia Hills Middle School, uh, and I met Pastor Meyer in, in the eighth grade uh, at the same uh, outreach program called Club. Uh, we changed the name to Teen Night. But uh, he saw some leadership potential in this little young kid. Uh, start investing in it, and uh, the rest is history. See, been I like a part ever since. Something you said there, saw leadership potential and mm-hmm. took time investing. Do you feel like that's what youth need today, is someone to take notice of them? Absolutely. Absolutely. We are firm believers that if we are able to show them something different, then they are willing to be something different. I think a lot of times coming from our community and our neighborhood, we only see what's in the neighborhood. But exposing them to things outside of the neighborhood and showing them that you don't have to uh, be a product of those things uh, and just stay in those things, you can make a difference. It makes all all the difference in the world. Okay, tell me who we have here. All right, we have Nadisha Hip. Uh, she has also been a part of the, the Leadership Empowerment Center for how many years? I don't know. It's been a long time, since sixth grade, I think. Since sixth grade. And, uh, and I am going to college soon. <laughs> are you really? Yes. What are your college plans? I plan to be a cosmetologist, so... We'll see where that takes me with the help of Leadership Empowerment Center. So if I need a haircut, I know where to go then. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, tell me, what does it mean for you to be a participant in the Leadership Empowerment Center? Um, It means to me to be a part of that is to be something better in life. Mm -hmm. You know, you have the different routes you can take, but without Christ, you mess up. So I feel as though with my better relationship with Christ, I can be more successful than the regular teenager. Empowerment Center helped you in that relationship with Jesus? Yes. In what ways? It's helped me by, I would say, like overcoming obstacles that I would never have thought that I would. It's stuff that I went through in my life to where I was like, I'll give up. And with the help of them, it's like, no, keep going. You got this guy. I got your back, too. He's got your back. Thank you so much for sharing that story. And we're going to go ahead and have our next student. Like I said, we have 12 students today, so we're going to have to kind of move quickly. Yeah, move quickly, though. That's okay. But get as close to this table as you can and right up to this microphone because we are doing live on Facebook while we record. So we want everybody to see who we are talking to. And Marquio, introduce our next guest. All right, so this is Miss London Stevens. Uh, she will be an eighth grader at Memphis Business Academy. Miss London, why are you in this program? I feel like that I'm in this program because I've seen, like, the past people, how, how their lives used to be at first and how they've transformed. And I will want some of that, too. I want better for myself and not just to be another average teenager in Memphis. Now, I know you're new in the program, but what are you discovering about yourself since you've joined the program so far? I discovered that I can have, that I have my confidence has boosted based on like having interviews and and things. And I've learned that I'm able to talk to different people and not just like the, my group of friends. Wow. You're doing a great job today. (laughs) Right. I mean, we might have a future broadcaster here, you know? That's what it sounds like. Sounds like it to me, Mark. Thank you so much, London. God bless you. Thanks for stopping by. 
And now we're going to, we had just a couple of more ladies than we did men. So now we're kind of dispersing some men and ladies together to get everybody in. But if you'll roll right up to this table as close as you can get to Marquillo and real close to this microphone, introduce our guest, Marquillo. All right, this is Jacques Johnson. Uh, he will be um, a freshman uh, in college this fall. Uh, he's been in the program since fifth or sixth grade? Sixth grade. Sixth grade. That is incredible. Yeah. yeah. Jacques, describe your life before getting into the leadership program. Before joining the leadership program, I had a pretty normal life. The only part, I didn't know Christ. Um, and through the program, I came to know Christ, which changed my life. You discovered better. Christ while in the program? Yes. T- can you take us to that moment, that day that you discovered who Jesus Christ was and how his life was offered for you? I was at church, went to the altar, gave my life to him. Been living for him ever since. That is Amen. wonderful. Amen. That is so awesome. Talk about you're getting ready to start college this fall. Yes, sir. You've been in the program quite a bit since sixth grade. Talk about some of the values, the things you've learned since you've been in the Empowerment Center. Be yourself, be different, and just strive to be different. And when you surround yourself around people like Keno and stuff, it empower. I mean, it inspires you to be different. And with Christ, it makes it better it makes it better when christ makes it better too yeah. wow that is so awesome thank you for that testimony thank you for that story and god bless you in your new journey as you head off to college <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll have to get you come back after your first year of college right, right, and right. An update and see what that was all about thank you so much thank you okay let's remind our friends that we're visiting here with some incredible youth from the leadership empowerment center executive director is pastor myron thomas of the innovation church We've got Marquillo here that's uh, pinch-hitting, doing a great job with Chastity to give us uh, an understanding about the program with these students joining us. Marquillo, you're kind of like co-host here today, so <laughs> right. tell me who I'm enjoying have. it. Yeah. All right. So we have Mr. Armand Sykes. Uh, he's a rising senior at Memphis Business Academy, and uh, he just – we didn't know Armand until last summer. We ran summer camp, and uh, we instantly saw leadership potential in him. And when we see it, we want to invest in it quickly. So he's been a part since last year. Armand, how you doing? Yeah, how are you? Doing great. Thanks for coming by. Were there anything that you had to do to qualify to be in the program? Well, I didn't know that I was going to end up being part of the leadership team just because all I wanted to do was have something to do for the summer, which was go to summer camp. And my friend... He told me that you should come, and my mom wanted me to get out the house instead of playing video <laughs> games. So I was like, I might as well go. And it was a, it was a good time, and I wasn't expecting. Well, not only did I become part of the leadership uh, leadership team, but I also got baptized Amen. just because of the fact that my grandma has passed. I lost my faith in God, and that happened in my seventh grade year. So. Like, from my 7th grade year all the way to the summer of my 10th grade year going to the junior, I basically lost all my faith in God, and I didn't trust God. And I was basically, like, doing bad things, cursing, which was not good to do. So going to summer camp helped me to not only get back with Christ, not only have my trust back with God, but I actually got a faith within myself, not just because mm-hmm. somebody else showed me how to become a Christian and all that. I, I became a Christian for myself. Amen. What a great story. And I think so many people, you know, they come with tragedy and 
traumatic uh, events happen in their life, such a, a loss of a loved one, like your grandmother in this case. And sometimes it causes you to wonder, Marquio, right. about right. does God really love me? Why did he allow this to happen if he cares so much about somebody right. I love? And those are real things we deal with. But, you know, it's so good that you allowed Christ to say that, hey, he can change this. He can right. change your understanding of all this. I just thank you so much for being real. You know, that's yeah. that's what it's all about, too, is being real. Yes, thank you so much for sharing that story, Armand. You have a great day, too. I will. All right. Marquille, who do we have next? All right, we got Cameron Cobb. Uh, he's <laughs> a character. Uh, he will be uh, a junior this year at uh, Martin Luther King Preparatory High School. And so is he a comedian? Uh, not a comedian. He's, he's funny to me. I don't know if he's funny to anybody else. <laughs> hey, come on. How are you doing? And welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. Is this your first time on the radio? Yes, sir. Tell me about your time with the Youth Leadership Program and what has it meant for you? Well, I've been connected with um, Leadership Empowerment Center since my sixth grade year, but I really got into it um, my eighth grade year. And uh, I've been knowing Christ, like, my whole life. My mom always kept us in church and stuff. So, like, when I met, like, it was like a different environment when I came to um, Leadership Empowerment Center. I was innovation with, with Innovation Church. It was like this different environment, some fresh, some new that I ain't never been a part of. And ever since, just been going, going good for God, going great for God, being on fire for God and um, live my life accordingly. What are your friends and family saying about you since you started the program? They they have seen tremendous changes. Like my, <laughs> my mama is seeing changes. My like my uncles, everybody's seeing changes. People call they've been calling me like a preacher since like my last church. But <laughs> like they see a difference and um I really am grateful for. Do you think there's a possibility you might be called into the ministry to be a preacher? It's great possibility. Like I <laughs> I really haven't like identified my calling yet, but Whatever it is, God know God gonna work like work through it, and um, I'm gonna be able to be an example for Him. Through, I mean, express an example to Him through others. From me, from me to others. However He calls you, that's so great. It you is. know, yeah. what, what this is what you get to work with. I know, right? This is incredible. <laughs> Thank you so much for stopping by. You're welcome. And let's move some more students in the let's chair get, here as we. Visit with youth from the Leadership Empowerment Center. Like I said, we have 12 total, and we're trying to balance our time out yeah. so that everybody can have pretty close to equal time as we can. Yeah. Uh, okay, take it away, Mark. All right, here we go. We got Jeremiah Swing. Uh, he is also a rising senior. He's been a part of the Leadership Empowerment Center. Uh, oh, my goodness. I knew Jeremiah in the third grade. He moved out to Texas and then came back. And he's been a part of uh, LEC ever since. So. Jeremiah, real close to that microphone there. Make sure we can hear your voice. Tell me about your involvement with the leadership group. Well, it was it was actually interesting. I remember my first day coming. My sister was telling me her friends told her about it. And it went from there. So I, I came to the building, and it was a lot of – it was just a different environment. And I was just – it just inspired me to just keep coming. And once I came back from Texas, I got more involved in – just constantly kept going and being faithful. And then my high school, it took all the way to my 11th grade year to become a part of the leadership team. And this has been tremendous opportunities. Jeremiah, what difference do you hope to make in the community now that you have been a part of this program? Just inspire people to become better leaders and Amen. especially give back what was given to me. I like that. Give back. And that's where we talk about that multiplication. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks so much. And we'll continue on with our next youth empowerment (laughs) participants. We've got a a whole uh, studio full today. All right. So we got uh, Candice Hip. Uh, She's a freshman, or she'll be a sophomore at Philander Smith University. Miss Candice, get real close to that microphone there. And uh, Marquio, he won't bite, I promise. Yeah, I won't bite. (laughs) (laughs) 
So you're already in college. Yes, sir. When did you first start the leadership program? Uh, I think I first started when I was in, like, the seventh grade. But I got kicked off because of my attitude, so I really... I really it was joined. terrible. Hey, 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 hey. Let's not live in the past. You know? <laughs> That's right. So I got, I really got on fire for God in the Amen. ninth grade, and Amen. I've been going strong ever since. Amen. You know, the fact that you guys have a standard, you know? Absolutely. And that's important. Is that Was that important for you? I mean, you weren't very happy when you got kicked out, were you? Because I guess I was like one of those, man, I don't care type of people back then. So when I, when I got kicked off, it really hit me. It was like, oh, man. These folks not playing for real. <laughs> so I had to go out here, buckle down, and get my stuff together. What's it like being in college? Man, college is hard, but it's not as hard as they say it is. You just got to buckle down and get your work done. And what are your dreams? What are your plans? I plan on finishing my uh, bachelor's, and then I want to go back so I can get my Ph.D. in psychology, and I want to get one in biology as well. What do you think you could do with what you've experienced through the empowerment program, mm -hmm. through your life now where Christ has brought you to give back to the community? My plan is to, I want to work with children because there's a lot of kids out there, bad attitudes, just don't really know anything. So I just really want to give back to them, you know, let them know, hey, it's okay. You can you can talk to somebody about it, you know. Wow. <laughs> That's really good stuff. Thanks so much. Thanks for Thank sharing you. your story. And this is actually going to be our last one. Is it okay? Yep. We want to make this available for those who feel comfortable. Absolutely. And we've had some great stories. So you want to get Chastity back? We we've go. got an open door in the office today while we're doing this so we can bring students in. And I'll tell you, Chastity, wow, these students are incredible. Yes. Even the ones that recognize they had an attitude. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they needed to be adjusted. Yes. <laughs> right. But you guys have a standard yes. and you're moving forward. <clears throat> yes. Right. That doesn't mean you leave people hanging. You're still investing in yes. the youth. So even when she was outside the program, you spend time with her? Yes. Right. She was a part of our outreach um, program where we had middle school and high school. You can participate in middle school through um, teen night. And then we have our high school leadership programs that are at the schools during the day. Um, they can come for an hour and we just empower them. We take them through college prep. We have a number of opportunities for those programs as well if they're not ready for the leadership component of LEC. So many of these students even started earlier than you did. You started in eighth grade. Yes. Right. Some in sixth grade. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. really, Markeel, this is where we've got to begin with our youth. Yes. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So typically, the type of homes that many of these kids have come from, tell me about yes. where they've come from, Markeel. Oh, uh, very similar to mine. Single-parent household. Uh, I come from a family of eight, uh, the third of eight. Uh, dad is not in the home. We come from uh, poverty households. A lot of crime, gang activity in the community. Uh, so a, a lot of different peer pressures and temptations around the community. So we're asking or trusting these students to rise above the norm around the community or around the neighborhood, around their circles of influence mm -hmm. to be something different than yes. what they see on a normal yes. basis. So it's definitely a challenge. So yes. to have a kid, we call them our fat kids, mm -hmm. faithful, available and teachable. Yes. So to have a kid to say, all right, if you give me something. If you give me the resources, if you push me the extra mile, then I will strive for success yes. outside of my community, yes. you know, uh, and then take that and be able to give back to the community. It's a blessing. It is a blessing. Yes. Yeah. You have to be there. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you guys are there. Yes. You're there in the thick and the thin. Yes. And you understand. I mean, what is so impressive, too, is the fact that each of you have come through the program. Yes. And yes, your lives have been transformed. Yes. yes. 
are you guys looking beyond your positions with the Empowerment Center to do other things, or do you feel like this is where God has you? You want to just connect here to show something? I tell people all the time, no one can pay me any amount of money yes. to get me not to do what yes. I'm doing now. Yes. Love Same it. My life me. has been transformed. Yes. Uh, it has made me a change agent in my family. Yes. Uh, so I, I, I take that to heart. I cherish it, and I look forward to giving my all to this. Yes, and just being in a position that we understand the circumstance that it, that they come from because we Absolutely. grew up in Fraser yeah. also, yeah. um, so we know the backgrounds that they come from, the parent, the single parent households that they come from, just the challenges as a you know a youth in Fraser. We understand that, so we're able to identify and address those issues yeah. and help them through those things. Well, Chastity, I was mentioning about some of the programs, and you, you talked about the middle school, mm-hmm. which was launched back in 2014, the uh, middle school learning center, mm-hmm. uh, serving nearly. 20 25% of the Georgian Hills middle school students. Yes. That's incredible. Yes. yes. So this is no ordinary school. No. No, we're there. So we are change ages in that school. Um, we have um, a program is after school, Monday through Thursday, um, from 3 to 7. We provide transportation home. We make sure they have a nutritious meal as well as tutoring. We connect with the teachers during the school day to make sure that they're doing everything they need to do in school. And also connecting with the parents to where we can fill in the gap. You know, mm-hmm. hey, if you can't That's get to the school important. to make sure that they're doing all right or clear a suspension, we're there. You know, we want to fill those gaps and be that support system for the family as a whole. Okay, as I talked a moment ago, are there qualifications that you have to have to get in the program? Yes, so they have to fill out an application. We have an application. They show interest. They get an application. They come for for an interview. They also have to have recommendations from their teachers. Their parents have to make a commitment because they have to be there for the meetings. They have to be a part of everything that we're doing, community service, everything. (laughs) Because we we push them to to service all right so the amount of time that they spend there because we're we believe this program to work you know what i mean so it takes a a tremendous amount of commitment to be a part of it uh so we definitely need that commitment from their parents as well well i think it's obvious that the program is working as we see what's taking place is there a model that you guys have that can be taken to other communities in the empowerment center is it being done yet or is it pretty much just in the fraser area I'm sure it's it's in other places of the city. Uh, it's just so unique in the mm-hmm. Fraser community uh, because we're we're like family in the community. Mm-hmm. Y- you understand? And uh, to see what it's doing for the youth in our community uh, is such a blessing. And, and like I said earlier, for us to come back, mm-hmm. you know, not get these things, go to another neighborhood or mm-hmm. somewhere else in the United States mm-hmm. to to you know apply what we've learned we get this stuff and we bring it back to our community exactly and we reproduce what we have become so yes. it's, it's beautiful man and just the lasting relationship we've been in a community 20 plus years yes so you know some of their parents have been at youth visions which is yeah. now lec they've been a part of the program so they know what we do they're familiar with the program so those relationships help and you know just continuing forward well you know you've heard that term to bloom where you're planted mm-hmm. right and that's really a, a viable thought mm-hmm. because of what can take place and you said 20 years mm-hmm. so they know you're there. Yes. Absolutely. They can trust you. Yes. You know? In, in order to build relationships, you got to have trust. Yes. And that's the first part of that, Marquis. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. This has been great. So those listening right now in the Frazier community have never heard. I mean, I would be surprised if anybody in Frazier has not heard of <laughs> yes. the Youth Empowerment Center. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody recently moved in, knew they would like their student to get involved. What should mm-hmm. they do? 
Just contact, go on our website. We have uh, all the contact information for connecting with LEC. Our administrative person will connect you with the right people. If it's you, then it's us. Or anything you need, that she'll connect you with who you need to be connected with. Okay. And you can find out more about our programs on our website also. Okay, now the program the students are in right now, the summer, now is there <laughs> something that also goes throughout the year? So will these same students be in the program, or do you, will you graduate and have a new set of 12? No, so these guys, uh, especially the high school students, so what we like to do is we like to keep them, all right? We like to make it full circle. So when they go off to college, we keep those relationships because we want, you know, uh, in hopes that they desire to come back Mm -hmm. to the ministry, kind of like we did. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we definitely keep those relationships going even after high school. Okay, but is there a time where students would rotate out and you would get a new set of 12, I guess I'm yes. asking. So yes, we have open enrollment every year. Yes. Um, they ha- We have level one leaders all the way up to level four. So once you get you are a senior in high school, you'll be level four. Okay. But level one leaders will come in in October and then we'll start the process all over again. Now, Marquillo, you mentioned about some uh, community projects, community service, because that's what it was all about, giving back to the community. Mm-hmm. Can you give us some examples of community projects, uh, absolutely. Uh, the, the the leadership groups that we have in the schools, we go uh, clean up the community. Uh, we have done. Uh, we went downtown to give uh, food to the homeless. Uh, we have painted buildings. We picked up garbage, trash. Uh, we actually do stuff, uh, do can drives, different things like that. Uh, even at LEC, they serve at teen yes. night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, different things that we have acro- uh, around the ministry. Uh, they are heavily involved in it. Mm-hmm. So. Wow, wonderful opportunity. Yes. Yeah, to change a life and to multiply that over and over again. Yes, yes definitely. definitely. This has been so great. I'm so thankful that Pastor Myron had a dream. I mean, yes. having grown up in the Fraser community himself, yes. uh, or no, I don't think he did grow mm-hmm. up in Fraser, did he? Westwood. Westwood. He did go to Westwood. Uh-huh. That's right. Don't get my story wrong now. I've got to keep it straight. <laughs> but that, that he knows the heart. And yes. I, I told this story to Myron last time he was here. I said, if you cut Myron, he's going to bleed Fraser. <laughs> right. And that's, right. And I think that's what I'm hearing from you guys, too. Yes. Absolutely. That y'all are all in. Yes, Yes, sir. Definitely. I just thank you guys so much for what you're doing for Christ's kingdom in the Fraser community, for blessing us, sharing the story. And I'm so thankful for these students that shared, and even the ones that didn't feel comfortable being Mm -hmm. on the microphone. Mm -hmm. Thank God for them, too, because, you know, everybody has a place. Yes. And uh, they're still equally used in their challenges to to be great leaders, too. So we're very thankful to be able to share the story again the Leadership Empowerment Center doing incredible work in uh, the Fraser community. Friends, I hope that you've enjoyed the program and will pray for this ministry. Would you also consider supporting this ministry? If we talk about investing in our future leadership, this is one way we can do it. This is gospel-centered. It's based on transforms life. As you heard, a student was baptized. A student yeah. came to Christ, understood mm-hmm. their need for Jesus through this program. Their life has changed and they're giving back to the community. So many of these students are going to college, but coming back. Uh, as we've heard, one young lady wants to come back and help the youth where they are. And this is great. Yes, yes sir. Yes. We're going to have to do this again with Definitely. future students. Yes. Hope we can. Well, we're going to have to say goodbye. Time has slipped away, but we thank you so much for joining us, friend, on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. By the way, let's give that web address one more time before we say goodbye. LECMemphis.org. LECMemphis.org. Go there. You'll see some great information. Say goodbye now. I'm Byron Tyler. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.